0: Welcome to the Deep Dive, the Live Dive, Beyond the Game live show. How are you, Mr. Smith?
1: I'm good, Trent, mate. How are you? I'm
0: doing very well. It's Christmas, party It is time. Christmas,
1: cheers. so cheers. This is the Christmas episode slash final episode for 2018, before we all take a bit of a break. Obviously, the downtime of uh, summer and Christmas yeah. means there's not a lot to talk about for AFL we'll goers. We'll a scandal,
0: we'll wait till then yeah, we'll
1: Drink yeah. driving, yeah, cocaine we'll, we'll snorting, and potential other Something innuendos like by players.
0: So we'll take a away for probably six-ish weeks, but theoretically, you know, let's be honest, it's probably going to be two or three, but tonight we're going to do this. So this is the last episode in our 2018 season review series that we're doing. So the last three teams, Sydney, West Coast, and the
1: Doggies. So an interesting bag to finish with. It yeah. is,
0: very interesting. Sydney, I think very much underperformed in the end of the year, but yeah. is that probably where they're at? And then Doggies, big injuries, didn't look particularly <laughs> ideal towards the back, back end, end and West Coast, and, and then are doing and, yeah, yeah, I was
1: gonna say over in lots of reasons. <laughs>
0: in every yeah. possible single way. So thanks very much to our sponsors at Hopster Home. So we're enjoying a bit of the Champenois, Brewed IPA thing. From Mr. Banks. so yep, Down it's in the southeast.
1: So, very good job. And if you're ever nice, down fresh, that way. Seems to be the place to be for craft brewers in Melbourne at the moment, down the southeast. Yeah, that's it. There's a lot down that way, isn't it? So, big thanks to our sponsors, Hopster Home. So, if you're listening
0: for the first time, Hopster Home is a craft beer delivery service. Basically, you sign up. There's dozen packs. Or they do 24 packs as well. And they send out craft beer to your door. So, it doesn't get much better than that. You sign up. Craft beer rocks up. That's it. It's
1: good at any time of the year, but especially Fresh. into December and Gifts. into the new year. Gifts, because you're on holidays. Don't
0: need the only. The weather's nice. Perfect. Beer tastes good in the heat. Yeah. So definitely check it out. hopstome.com.au. Com. AFL Deep Dive is a promo code. Also gives you twenty five dollars off, which is I think pretty good.
1: Very good deal. Extremely good. You get a craft beer that. for donut prices. So don't, don't see it. any of the independents or the chains doing such Not offers. delivery as
0: well, that's for sure. So no. definitely check them at HopsHome.com.au. Massive episode, so we'll do those three teams. I don't really think there's any kind of over and above stuff to discuss. We did the draft last week, so if you're looking for some discussion around the draft, we went through the top 10 and kind of commented on a few other bits and pieces.
1: Yeah, and we'll definitely go through it in more detail at the start of the season when yeah, we do the previews, uh, previews yeah. because we'll have seen a little bit of what these recruits are looking like um, during training, during some of the pre season. They felt well. Not the AFLX, because that doesn't tell you much at all. Exhibition but some of But uh, some of the practice matches and see how their training loads go, and especially we'll some of the again. new recruits that um, have went through the uh, trade period as well.
0: That's it. So we'll, we'll get into that soon, but let's start with the first three, well, the last three teams, but the yep. first three of the night tonight. So that's basically how we're going to structure it tonight. It's a Christmas party, so it mm-hmm. might get a little bit loose, but that's by that's, the that's, that's by. I the
1: just you get your swanies colours on tonight. Uh,
0: this is not intentional, but no. more of a Wes sort of aesthetic. Weas-Wally. But this is the uh this is the <laughs> setup for my Sydney Swans uh setup. I've, i got this was top. six American, which is not bad. Six bangs. At Macy's, which is kinda like Myers but like falling down. Yeah so when Myers America. falls over, Macy's will probably come in. Uh, yeah, probably. That's actually exactly probably what'll happen. Mm-hmm. So uh six I thought that was pretty solid. That's pretty good. Even with the exchange rate's pretty good. Absolutely. Let's bang into the Swannies so, so, the 20s. so yeah, very Lakers sort of style. That's the first thing I would say in that they've got one of the best players in the league and can't quite And get lots it of together. cash. A lot of coin. Yeah, that's exactly yeah. it. So Sydney, yeah, Sydney not so good. What I mean, what, what is your view on Sydney for the year? Like, it's it's sort of hard to take away because they fell
1: away beyond belief Believe. at the end. I think, I mean, I think I had them a bit like Hawthorne at the start of the year. I thought, nah, their window's shut. Even with Buddy... I thought they're going to be really slow. They looked slow last year, and um, yeah, they fall for grace. They haven't been able to top up. Obviously, Tibbet was a, an experiment that didn't go according to plan. A few other a ticket, in- you man. Yeah, ticket. Um, <laughs> and yeah, we're still enjoying. It that was, one. yeah, it's a good one. And 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 then obviously injuries and a lot of players. I just don't think they were gelling like. They no, have it, over the last few years uh, it's not di- bad and, down there, and honest. they stumbled into finals footy so then obviously got well beaten. So it's been a little while so
0: with each of these ones we've been kind of going over the ladder positions. Early on we didn't do it as much because it wasn't that long after the season. But now just to recap because it's been a little while since the season. So Sydney finished sixth. Like, yeah. and, and to barely get like, t- what did they get, like 22 points in that last game?
1: And considering, it was pretty unbelievable. And considering the amount of games they lost at the SCG this year. Exactly. So, I mean, it's still a good effort in the sense that they, uh, a bunch of Jerry. no offence to Sydney, but a bunch of tricks running around the field still get six and play finals. Yeah. Not a bad effort, but it wasn't convincing at all. And, was, and they were lucky that teams yeah. like Port Adelaide capitulated and, Essendon didn't live up and to the Belaway height Belaway and well, North fell yeah. away. I don't think... Yeah. Essendon dropped and the ball. And Geelong, yeah, they they dropped the ball a lot uh, in that regard and, and just and didn't look their normal self come finals as no. well. Yeah, exactly.
0: So there's a really a whole range of issues and we'll sort of break it down, I guess, ultimately. So they finished with 14-8. and eight. 109.5, which is a pretty low percentage. So Geelong are sitting at 131. They belted a couple of teams in the back end, but still at 131. Giants 114. So they absolutely dropped off. But then you look at some of the top teams. So Melbourne at fifth, you know, finishing with 131. Hawthorne 120. Collingwood 120. West Coast 121. And then uh, Richmond at 136. So there's some pretty high percentages. Yeah. The glaring thing out of that, well, obviously the win loss, but also the 109.5 is, is, is the lowest percentage. Of a team in the top eight by a fair way. Uh, and then 14 eight is, is not a great result. And then they actually finished with a loss. And they were a bit sketchy towards the back end as well. And then as you said, they lost a lot of games in Sydney this year that they shouldn't have lost. And even earlier on in the season, that was one, actually one of the better games of the year. The uh, Sydney-Port-Adelaide uh, Adelaide game. Yeah, Port uh, got up. up. at SCG, and Port got up. And that was, I thought, one of the better games of the year, to be honest. Especially in the first half. But, yeah, I mean, they, they really sort of fell away. And... I mean, it's funny, there was, there was a. We can't not talk, we'll get sort of the elephant out of the room first. You know, th- there was some discussion from Teddy Richards, and he, he spoke a bit about it on his podcast and a few other places around how the Buddy contract is really starting to cost Sydney. Yep. And the reality is it is. And so it, it, I saw it mapped out, and basically at this point, if you're not aware, Buddy's actually earning some of the highest points of his contract. So they, they back ended it quite a bit. He's still got, I mean, this is the ridiculous nature still of the Still four years. Exactly. He's still got years and years to go. But they, it's, it's actually right now that he's earning significant money. So that's, it really squeezed them in terms of what they can do. And don't get me wrong. They've really pulled some incredible kids out of nowhere, really. But oh, at the, the same time, it's just, the depth's just not there. And then also lose that mid-tier. Of your, you know, from an age perspective, you know, your Hanbury's and stuff. Hanbury was pretty much injured the entire year. They've got rid of him, which is, you know, it is what it is. And then and then Rowan as well couldn't really get on the park much either. So yeah,
1: and the fact that they haven't won a flag in the five years that he's been there has emphasised the fact that they've had to keep probably some of these more senior players yeah. an extra year going. Look, the list is really strong. We've played finals again. All things going to plan we're still in the window for a flag we probably need you to stay for another year had they won a flag say last year or the year before yeah. you would think you McVeighs um, and those more senior well, players that thing. are heading towards the twilight of their careers may go you know what I've got my flag on my second flag I'll just hang up the boots now and let the team just organically rejuvenate but it hasn't happened and unfortunately, that's the uh, the hand they played and for me personally, I think their window's shut for a few years now.
0: I don't see it turning around and that's, it's a, it's a massive concern in terms of the amount of eggs they've put in this bloody basket. I, I just don't see it turning around at all. I think it's yeah. a big concern. I don't see them making the eight at all next year.
1: Yeah, I think they're going to drop. Falling
0: away like that is, is not ideal. So in terms of positives and negatives, I mean look, one of the things we flagged throughout the year, just going back to what you were saying before, the fact that McVeigh was so, they were so reliant on him throughout this year was a massive concern. Like, the fact that this guy's, you know, he's, he's know, about 48. About 49,000 years old and, and that was... And good player and I don't mean that disrespectfully. No, it, 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 but they were relying on, on, yeah. on veterans to really get through in that respect. So, yeah, it's concerning. They've got some decent kids. I've got like, Mills, I think Florence, pretty good. Like They've definitely got some players. Heaney oh. I really like as well. But
1: they, just, they don't the They haven't got McCartan, showed some... Yeah, he some looks good, good lines, he looks yeah.
0: okay. But I think, like, ultimately, they just don't have the depth across the, the list to be able to really push into the eight
1: next year. No, I just don't see it. And it's not the midfield. They've actually... The they kids are all midfielders, It's the reliance up forward um, that struggles, I mean, if they had another Heaney that could, one could play in the midfield and the other forward, then absolutely, that sort of um, stems that a little bit, but this reliance on senior players around the field, but Buddy up forward still to kick goals. They have experimented with going to different, um, through different avenues and it did work, but when it's crunch time, it's buddy buddy but and i get that he's that type of player but it becomes very easy for opposition defenses to set up the right structures yeah and more importantly uh i guess from a sydney perspective is w- where's the drive off the back half now that they used to have in yeah. abundance these guys and um, are starting to age and it's slow which the skills are still there but they don't have the same time. That well, they're very reliant on
0: a, on a couple of usual suspects, and that's part of the problem. Is yeah. that uh, there's just not the. De- I think it's hard because we're really judging Sydney at a very harsh mark, but that's fair. I mean, it was only a couple of years ago they made the grand final. They've got one of the best players in the league on their list, but it's getting dangerously close to the Fremantle mould where they've got an unbelievable player and then a
1: massive a drop gap between after the next. That.
0: Yeah, and I'm, I'm not saying that they're there now. But no, they, it I mean, feels like another couple of years of bad decisions, and not having the picks to really bring people in. Uh, yeah, that, I think that, that was, is that is very looking forward. But it feels
1: like that that might be the case. I think they were smart this year trying to get. They did some it well. Dra- no, no, so no. yeah, so they obviously got some earlier drafts, not right up the top, but yeah. a lot of second round and third round. So they know that they need to rejuvenate, which is which is a good sign from Sydney supporter. So they might have one or two years of leanness as far as uh, not making prelims and grand finals. I think Aaliyah Aaliyah was a shining light this year. Uh, down back, I think he was very unlucky not to make All-Australian. And I think he's set to play a really good role down there. Yeah, probably.
0: I mean, look, going back to what you have saying before about the offensive style. So, I find it really interesting around this buddy thing. So, when you've got such a great player, there were games where they were heavily relying on him and he completely turned it up and they won games. And then there were games where they're heavily relying on him and they didn't win games because he just wasn't able to kick you know, eight or nine for the day. And you and I touched, touched on it. He was carrying injuries
1: most for, of the year, for yeah. the most of the year.
0: And the other thing too was then, then they would go the other side and half the time I felt the offensive structure just didn't work. So, I don't know. I mean, look... Every couple of years or every, really almost every year people say oh, this is gonna be the year where Sydney drop It's gonna be the year where Sydney drop and and they've been up for quite a while and You know every year I think "Oh, is this it but probably not um, some of the people quite commenting here definitely think that it's uh It won't be so we got uh, Trav saying I saved this video for when uh, Sydney make the eight next year, uh, well, we'll
1: see. And that's the thing, I I, I, I don't have a,
0: I, I would love them to make the eight, but I'd- Yeah, I'd they're,
1: they're a fantastic team. I mean, you and I, me in particular, Buddy's still my favorite player in AFL to watch because yeah. at his best, there's no one quite as damaging. He's He's got elite foot skills. I mean, you, you watch him come off the wing and he'll hit up any target you want. Um, He's so big and powerful that uh, you need a big and powerful guy to run with, but they don't usually have the running capacity. You need a midfielder to go up with his um, running ability. So in that mould, he's, he's a mix between uh, Wayne Carey and, and Nick Rewalt in a lot of regards. So yeah, I love watching Sydney play, but it's, I mean, all these teams that, that are knocking on the door are getting stronger. A lot of them are getting stronger. You can still only fit to eight teams in the top eight. And if that's my the, maths is and that's anything the reality. Right.
0: And that's the thing. So go through it. As much as you might be really hardcore into Sydney, go through it. I mean, how you, it's, you can't fit everybody in there. Yeah. Someone's going to have to miss out at some point. And it may not be them, but it may be, it may be them. That's the reality. But this is more about looking back this uh, year. Th- yeah, exactly. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and I, you can't look at this year and have massive confidence going into next year. No, definitely. I, I don't see how you can look at this and have massive confidence going into the following year. I can see th- how you can think, oh, well, maybe, maybe they could sneak into the eight, but I can't see how you can see them sneaking top four no. or flag. Yeah, absolutely. Well, they didn't
1: bring anyone in to bolster their list, uh, like, say, a Hawthorne might, or that, who else did really well bringing in players, like uh, Sydney, oh no, Sydney Essendon with uh, Dylan Scheel, they actually offloaded some of their key cogs, yeah. and I get it, smart choice, um, uh, losing some of those senior players. so that You get draft picks and, and rebuild the, the club, but they have a lean year for one year, miss finals, it could be the best thing, Put some uh, hunger back into those players that have been on the list for a while. Yeah, Who knows? Yeah, look, I'm, I'm not writing them off at all. I just don't think they're going to play finals at this early stage in the campaign let's have a look
0: at the dumpster fire that is the uh, Facebook comments as well so keep all these comments for finals next year do they even follow footy well, we do and and to be honest looking at it now I, I I'm not sure how you can look at this year with the one and That's think fine. that they look incredible coming into next year another comment from D is talking about if Reed Menzel and even a resting sinkler or a good forward line, they will be lethal. I'm not sure they'll be lethal.
1: Well and that, and they could be. I mean But they could Menzel, be but it's big, average long?
0: It's a massive question, so, Mark. I mean, so even Buddy Menzel creates problems. Well that's if Menzel can get on the park. Uh, I I I mean And the midfield and well, the back into that know who Menzel are and they forget about Buddy. Like Well, Menzel's a good player and we both yeah, really absolutely. rate Menzel and we've spoken about him all year. But the reality is like they've they've taken they've taken mean, a very injured player out in in Johnson, and then put uh, him in. I mean, I, it, yeah. To me, it, it, it's, it's an alpha out for a, a Renault in. You know, I I'm
1: not quite sure, and honestly, where this is going to go. And honestly, but it's, we're it's, not talking about we're we're looking back at the year that was yeah, exactly, and, 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 and trying to think how they're going to improve. And yes, they've bought some good play. I just I don't know. I just don't know where they're at. And at some point what goes up must come down and I think at some point it has to come down right here right now that's where Sydney are at I might change my opinion pre-season but at the moment right
0: now I'm not confident in them but either way uh, looking back through the year the year was a disappointment there's no other way to look at it to get to the the finals and fall away the way they did that was a disappointment but yeah they didn't
1: put up a fight during the finals
0: no and to lose so many games in Sydney wasn't ideal they obviously scrapped together some incredible wins away which is great but it was kind of reverse Richmond in a way. They, they, yeah. they, they you know, to not win, especially when they, they lost against a pretty, you know, average teams at times at home. Or okay teams. No, They weren't like they were playing, you know, top, top, top end teams yeah. at home. But anyway. So that's Sydney. Uh, seems like everybody disagrees that it's, That's it's basically Sydney. I don't know. I Look. The, I rate I them
1: so highly last year. Yeah. Um, and over the years. It was a disappointment, especially the way... They were inconsistent week in week out which is very yeah. un like and even my one of my best mates mad sydney supporter he agrees he goes it was a very un like season yeah uh, yep they made finals which is awesome so mm. it helps with continuity of playing finals, but if you're gonna get knocked out, mm. and I'm a Hawthorne supporter, so the last two finals, we've gone out in straight sets, it's not a good precedent to set for younger players. No. Uh, you wanna have a winning culture, especially when it comes into finals, so that's all I'm saying, and look, hopefully I'm wrong right now, and Sydney play finals, I'd yeah, rather see that's it, see Yeah, it.
0: that's by the by, but, in terms but of the season, we're talking about yeah. reviewing the season. 2018, and Aiden has to be a blimp. Like and yet, it's not, you can't look at that and think, "Oh, that was good." And
1: I reckon from John Longmire down, that'll also it was a a, a season to uh, learn from, and and wasn't one that they'll look back fondly on.
0: So Clayton, just before we move into the next team, makes a good comment there. So Swans will surprise a few teams next year. The biggest worry is the backline. Yeah, uh, Menzel will help Buddy out as he's been on the park. Looks ready to be a good year. Clark is going to be a good pick as well. Yeah, I completely agree. And that's, that's basically what we're saying. We're not trashing Sydney. We're just saying that I, I think Menzel is a great pickup. This is not the preview, this is more the review. And we'll talk about that even further in the preview. But that said, uh, in a, can you look at season 2018 as a success? No. How, how is it remotely a success? And that's what that's what we're saying. So. Yeah, agree. And uh, we just highlighted the issues with the backline with McVeigh. So and that they've got a lot of usual suspects running out of there. It's not. It's very predictive. And, that's, and they're that's, that's, and, that, and against the top end teams. Look at Geelong. That was a massive problem.
1: Yeah, and the, yeah, their best with bag- Stewart
0: and, and Tui, Half the t- it was so could, very readable. Yeah, I agree. Look, Taylor they, they, wasn't swingable at all, and that's exactly the problem.
1: And look, they might surprise. They might have some Maybe. key key backs that come through. They've been playing in the knee full. They get a chance at AFL level, but we just don't know who they are yet. Well, exactly. So that, that's the thing. On on paper,
0: like even the most optimistic. Op- optimistic supporter oh no we've got two of them yeah there's, a, there's two or three
1: so let's keep moving oh so. i love it good on you for being no Patriot. exactly
0: and that's no, no no it's not a problem but it's the reality great. is that you
1: i'm not sure how you can look
0: at it and think it's, it's an yeah. extremely positive season but anyway everyone's kind of bang on to next year but look that oh, 2019 looks yeah exactly we're not far away 2019 i think will be every team looks almost such a fascinating season going forward let's be honest, except for the Coast. Pretty much, either, pretty much the coast Blues. And, and maybe Frio. Like, I'm pretty interested to see what happens. Although oh, is interesting because of Hogan, that's the thing, almost every team's got something. Yeah. Anyway, but 2018, I, I we both had Sydney uh, just in and around the eighth position. And, yeah. and they made it sixth, which is great. They, they scrounged together some fantastic wins. They looked really good at times. You know, Buddy started the year, beat West Coast, kicked eight goals. Like, you know, there were games that were just unbelievable to watch. But then yeah. to fall away the way they did, and then and then them clearly realizing that by trading away some of their mid tier, I, I don't know, it's concerning. That's 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 the kind of yeah. key word here. So let's move into the West Coast Doggy. Eagles. West Coast, oh Eagles, West Coast yeah, sorry. first. Yeah. Uh, so pulled the Houdini. Uh, so you West... saw this coming? Honestly? No one. Yeah. I don't so even we, we had them out of the
1: gate. I don't think that even the most optimistic of Eagles. Supporters, well, come have, for us now. Would okay. have had them winning a flag. <laughs> they may have had them in finals, and maybe even potentially top four. But winning a flag after finishing was it 14th in 2017 or something? They were they were yeah. way out of the finals race. This has to be one of the best stories, and to do it without one of their prime movers, arguably their best player. Due to suspension and still get the job done is just pretty special, and uh, I think they're still drunk over there. Good on them too. <laughs> yeah, it's probably still. I it is it is incredible
0: what they were able to do. I mean, and so convincingly during the finals. Well, except for the grand final, they were uh, two minutes to go. They were down, but yeah, they ca- they come from behind it was incredible. I mean, after round one, you and I were concerned because we were like, look. Sydney's just come over there, who are a good team, not a yeah. great team, a good, very good team, and they've come over there and beaten them, and Buddy's got eight.
1: So we went all right. Colin, our Cohen predictions on its way. And, yeah, exactly. Uh, and we think, well, I think you and I both had them fourteenth or fifteenth West Coast at the start of the year. And with the highway. we both had
0: them out of the eight, so we had them kind of in between. I forget the exact number, something yeah, eleven to sort of thirteen. We didn't have as low as some people. Some people had them at like eighteen, and which seems ridiculous because there's you know Gold Coast are clearly worse than them, but they're worse than everybody. But (laughs) I I don't, yeah. Anyway, so West Coast, looking back, I mean obviously finished the year incredibly with the flag, finished second on the ladder, sixteen and six, uh, sitting with one twenty one point four. So. Uh, it's nothing but praise, really. Yeah. We can't. R- I mean, the the way they faced the adversity of losing Gaff when they did, the way they were able to, you know, blood, the, you know, such quality, you know, underrated players like Edom Sheed, which in the end, you know, obviously kicked kick the winning goal. Yeah, unbelievable. I mean, like you know, the way they're able to keep, you know, a lot of off-field issues together, like Liam Ryan, right. and, and get it all going, and get him back playing good footage Yeah, exactly. Pretty much straight get away. Barass up and going, Barass. doing what he does, like it. Uh, yeah, Rioli. You know, Kennedy drops a mark flush in front of goal, Let's and they still win the flag. I mean, that that's basically that's the kind thing. of luck that they're running No on.
1: Kennedy and Darling for so many periods throughout oh, the year, yeah. and somehow have just been able to put it together. they got, obviously, one of the strongest and deepest midfields in the comp, uh, one of the tightest back six in the comp that's super flexible, and they're just balanced right across the ball and they get this unbelievably balanced forward line that if the two big guys aren't there, they've got these joker small forwards that can yeah, just pretty exciting run loose to watch, around. Hey. It's, uh, it's a lesson for some teams out there. Just get a Rioli um, and, you win and you're going you're to win flags <laughs> or you've got to go very close. It's,
0: uh, it's yeah, I mean what can you say, I mean obviously like it come from just the clouds because I, I, I thought you know, I really felt, we had the discussion pre-season last year, and I really thought that that season 2019 was a massive window for West Coast. Like, I thought they would go through a bit of funk through season 2018, post-Mitchell. post I thought it would take a year to really adjust to that. I didn't see, obviously didn't see like, you know, your Dom Sheeds and all these sort of guys coming out of the blue. No. But then also, I, I didn't see that, you know, Shuey would elevate to where he is. Kennedy would really, I think, Heal, he elevated one of his better seasons as well. But yeah. I didn't see a lot of this stuff just lifting so much.
1: I didn't think Shannon Hearn being so In he's thirty three. Yeah, again having this unbelievably consistent fifty three. 53. It looks good. Yeah, um, just this. Not, he's definitely not underrated at West Coast. He's the captain for a reason, but he's the most underrated captain. You just go, who's this Shannon Hearn guy? The star. If you live over on the east and we've board, always really rated him, we but he play. is one of the best intercept. Mar- so they have got two of the best intercept marking uh, keybacks in the comp. So they have that at one end, and then two big key forwards at the other end. I mean, they're good, good pillars to work with, and um, obviously. Just a great system in place. Yeah. They, they did it, no nicknat for the whole, whole year. So I mean, yeah, the Ruck Solution wow. was incredible,
0: really. I mean, that, that's the thing. Like every kind of aspect. <laughs> it's like, what are they going to do without Gaff? Oh, they fixed it. What are they going to do without Natanui? Oh, they fixed it. What are they going to do without Darling and Kennedy? Oh, they've sort of pretty much fixed it. Like it just was. It was an unbelievable season. Yeah, and to hang with Collingwood for that whole year, and to really get it going was just amazing. Like. Cause that's the thing like you know looking back now collingwood were up for most of the grand final yeah. they led for 104 minutes and they lost it and that's a whole other discussion we had in uh episode would have been episode two but I, oh, it was just an incredible season. There's not much more we yeah. can really say. And it's winner, funny. winner, chicken dinner, uh, Marie says. Vanessa says, still celebrating here in the West Boys. Awesome, that's what they're I thought. still saw. going. Good work. St- and cheers to you because it was an unbelievable oh, would be season. Too. Yeah,
1: and to think back, and it's one of those small things this, this elephant in the room, monkey on the shoulder, this hoodoo of not being able to win on the MCG. They got that win early in the yeah. season. And I can't remember who it was against. It may have been Carlton. It didn't matter that it was a lower club. team. Yeah. <laughs> it just put the belief in the playing group that they can go to the MCG and win a game of footy. And that's all they needed to know. And obviously they came over, backs against the wall into the early part of the fourth quarter. Some the great grand finals. Great grand final. We've watched, well, you've watched it Two or three. Times, t- I've yeah. watched this replay at least once, and I'll watch it again before the season starts properly. It's pretty amazing game. Very good game of football, even if you're not a supporter of either club. But just to see this machine, or both of them, but we're talking about West Coast. But this machine, this methodically well-placed machine um, that Simo has put together over a couple of years since that loss, since that loss in 2015, has been amazing, I think, a lot of... It's an incredible response to 15, yeah.
0: and history will look back on that too now. I think only a few years later to win the way they did was pretty incredible. So that's really West Coast. I mean, you know, there's not much more we can say other than praise. Like, to to do what they've done, to lose that first week as well, the way they did at home, their first game at the new stadium to lose was, was not ideal. That's the thing that every time they, yeah, they faced adversity, they basically responded. Responded. And, and there's not much more we can say outside of them. Their game style was fantastic. They took care of Richmond away and they, they really murdered them, which, you know, was, was you know, good on them. And, you know, they're, they're a seriously great side. Oh, absolutely. And I, I'm not sure how you can't rate them really highly going into next year. I mean, yeah. it's so my only concern They're going to be up there again,
1: is, I It seems to be this ongoing thing uh, with a lot of teams that win a flag from nowhere, except for the, t- the Tigs um, being the exception. Or the Dogs. Well, they, they faltered afterwards. No, The year true, after. Yeah. This is my concern now, no, is moving yeah. forward, um, that they haven't got it ahead of themselves. I don't think they will because it's a fairly experienced list. I think that's where the dogs um, differentiated. Hawthorne in 08 differentiated. They were young lists, whereas the Tigs were fairly experienced when they did what they did. I, mean, I think they've a bit got the fourth. There though, but yeah, yeah, but I think they've got now the third or fourth most. Uh, Aged list in the comp West Coast have got some senior players. I I think they'll be fine You just don't know what premierships that come out of the blue do to a playing group and whether they can back up Yeah, uh, the next year. I hope they do because yeah, they were one of the most exciting teams to watch last or this yeah. year, and
0: hopefully see them doing it again next year. Another good comment from Vanessa on Facebook as well, saying the new stadium dimensions pretty much matched the G, helped as well. I think I completely agree. Yeah, that's the other good point is that yeah, that that ground really did help them. I think having, having uh, it seems crazy, but having those sort of dimensions, I think got them used to it. Even just mentally, even just even just them knowing that it's basically the same dimensions as the MCG, it kind of took the excuse out of their mind. It almost took that whole, that dimension aw- away from it being an excuse. I, I think it, it yeah. mentally it plays a factor. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Because when you're playing competitive sport, a lot of um, people get into what they call flow. So you're not consciously thinking about stuff. You just allow muscle memory and whatnot to do what it does. So if the dimensions are fairly the same, you are not having any try and think on the run where to kick the ball as far as do I kick it to the left too much or is it going to go they can just sort of do what they do at training because the dimensions are fairly much the same yeah and you kind of see that a little bit with Victorian teams who home ground is Eddie had or Marvel Stadium now and the MCG it takes them just a little bit of time to adjust because it's slightly different but Subi and the MCG were way different. They were completely different. Numbers yeah, it, did, it didn't help, yeah. No. So yeah, they're great points, so. Yeah. Keeps it nice and even for...
0: They're pretty amazing, people. yeah. And it's, yeah, there's not a lot more to say. I mean, I think they got the game style right. I think they got their offensive really well. I think they got their defensive style really well, too. I I, they're such a good side. Yeah. Like, And that's the thing. They're gonna be so damaging next year as well, I'd imagine.
1: Yeah, lie set out. Nat in.
0: Yeah. Damn. <laughs> i think they're gonna be okay i think they're gonna be okay so let's move into a bit more of a divisive one into the doggies and the last team so last team we're going to do the reviews of doggies what a strange old year so as you said before really
1: tough for the dog supporters yeah out there, 13th I mean.
0: position 8 and 14 with 77.3
1: percent. yeah and so first off for me it wasn't so much lack of a good game plan or a structure. It came down to just constantly having to change the, the 22 or the 23 yep. players because one week, an injury. Yep. So there's no continuity and obviously some changes in the, the pre-season as well. Probably didn't help settle the team right from the get-go, but yeah, look, a good learning curve. And I think for the long run, it's probably going to galvanise the team a little bit more. Yeah. And... Hopefully. <laughs> yeah, they did show signs of their best football is still right up there, but obviously not having their best players for weeks on end together on the field. It's mm. never ideal. When they it, kept it, when Libra
0: in the end, signing for the year, which oh, is well interesting. They,
1: well, they need the DJ there.
0: They do, yeah, they, and, and the Ekki dealer. Uh, so... Lost no. our house, but... Yeah, oh, well... He was probably distracting Libra. let's be honest. Well, I don't know who was distracting who, but... Anyway, look, I... I, uh, I don't know, like, the Dogs, obviously... it, it it's you Still know, a, disappointing season. Well, it has to be. Like, that's the thing. They won the flag. They, they won one from the clouds. They did what they did. And it's just really kind of tapered off quite sadly since then. Mm. Like, let's be honest. Like, just horrible injuries and rough head wanting out and kind of all these quality players just wanting out and... Dallas can play and, it, like... I don't know, you've got to wonder what's going on in-house. Like, what, why are so many of these Premiership stars just completely falling away? Just, like, it's, it's. I mean, there's a few that still look pretty good. Like, the Bont looks still very good. It looks yep. like he's still a very, very McCray good player. McCray, outstanding. Oh, he was, yeah. I mean, he was, like, very, very robbed in some degree for some of the awards at the back end of the year. Yeah. But such a young list. And I, I think the thing for me is that we can't judge them too much... They, they got it right in, in 16, uh, Sydney, you can argue, choked to some degree, and, and, and that happened. Yeah. And, and, well, I don't know, I, it, it, it's hard to judge the Dogs because it was such a bizarre season in that they, they were so, so average at times, like just so poor to watch. Like that West Coast game against the, uh, uh, sorry, the Dogs game against West Coast at, at had was, was dreadful. Like they had some absolutely appalling games this year, the dogs. So I'd, They did I
1: don't know drop their head probably in half looked a dozen games. Sad. Like they were like like the season was just over. the Atlanta Hawks
0: style, just ah oh, we we're gonna tank again. Oh, I don't Almost. know. Let's uh, get me out of here.
1: Yeah. And it didn't yeah, it didn't help there was a lot of talk about players, whether they'd re sign or whether they wanted out. Yeah. Um obviously jailhouse Libertore, um, who else was there, Wallace, there was a lot of, and all those rumours, I mean everyone who says, oh it's not affecting it, mate. us as viewers see it year in year out from multiple teams, it affects the playing list no end when there's in, um, no real understanding of where players' contracts are at and what they're doing and all that type of stuff. So let's, let's all just get on the same page and go, yeah, it's a concern and move on with it. Yeah. And just, if they're not sure, then don't play them and get one of the young kids. You've all got 40-odd players on your list. Just well, that's what they're trying to do. bring them through now, yeah. and see what happens from there. And, it, it, from round one, it didn't look good. That that
0: Canberra game when Libba did his leg, it was just like, oh, this feels like another busted year. Like, it just, I yeah. know we sort of thought that in 16 too, when they went on to win the flag, but because they kept getting injuries as well. But there was still momentum then. Like, this was the thing, it was kind of, they going to get beaten very early on and... But I, one thing I would say though, to be fair, is that the last kind of five, six weeks, they did actually start to improve a bit. I, I thought the Doggies actually looked okay in the back end of the year. They won three out of five. They started to look a little bit better, but yeah, they still don't look like anywhere near winning a flag. Like, they look so far They still
1: look though. like kids on a park. They just, there's no tall timber. They don't have these big bodies that every other team seems to have. So that's my concern. Everyone else has picked up on their 2016 season, this uh, run and gun mentality. And if they're bigger and stronger than you are, but can run as good as you can, the bigger, stronger players are gonna win out every time. So I think that's a big concern. I can't see that they've rectified that yet, obviously the kids that they've drafted will need some time to put on some bulk and and learn game plans and all that type of stuff so there's probably a good couple of years few years ahead of them if they can keep them uh, on their list so i'm not expecting a great deal from the doggies next year something a bit more competitive and yeah. pushing more teams and winning more games yeah. but again a bit like sydney i at this early stage, I can't squeeze them into the eight. Again, not really predicting my eight, top eight, anyway. It's too early for but the eight, Yeah, there's so, I mean, there's three or four teams that just look like lock-ins with, yeah. without taking into consideration injuries or niggles or whatever. And then there's another six to eight teams that throw a blanket over.
0: So another question, so Matthew Walsh said, uh, he's asking, oh sorry, we'll do Hugh's question first. What do you think about the Dogs-Ruck situation? How will they line up next season? It's pretty interesting, given that Roughhead's gone, I think they're going to persist with Tom Boyd. He hasn't worked as a forward. So for me, I think they... Campbell's gone. He's going north, so... I reckon they're going to have to try to see whether that's a solution.
1: I I think it's smart and...
0: Let it just roll out for the year. He's not a bad rock. I actually wonder whether He's at least
1: got the bodies for it. And it just, I mean, given that they've got a pretty good midfield now, Bont can go forward as a key hitter, and then just have a, a small brigade around him. And I think that might work. Obviously, need to go into the list a little bit more detail. And we'll do that for the pre-season reviews. But, yeah, I, I agree. I think... Boy in the he's your number one rug. Yeah. Expec- just do it for the first half of the season and, and see how it goes and then reassess. Um, and they've got some other
0: pieces, but I, I, I think that's going to be their, their first call because he hasn't worked at all, really, as a forward. So he, I mean, forward well, well, that's the thing. I mean, obviously, yeah, I'm but, talking kind of more recent, but since then, yeah, it probably hasn't worked out so much. No. it be
1: interesting to see. At least then, you can almost guarantee... Worst-case scenario, he's going to be super competitive in the ruck duels and give a contest, and that's all you want. Who cares after that? You make your midfield realise that he's not a technical ruckman, so when he comes up against your gawns. He's a big boy, though. But he's a big boy, so he's not going to get pushed out of the way and whatnot, and he'll be able to hold his own. So that just gives your midfield that opportunity. And he looks like a samurai as well, so that that probably helps. True, yeah.
0: Yeah. play out a little uh, knife uh, and... (laughs) Their first draft pick, Bailey Smith, will win the Rising Star, says Matthew Walsh. I mean, he's 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 going to be in the running. He's a pretty good player, but is he going to win the Rising Star? I don't know if he wins the Rising Star, but he's well. It's hard because Rising Star, I think, ultimately like even though it's meant to be the best young player, I think I still think you need to win a lot of games. Need to win a lot of games. And Stevenson just won
1: at a Collingwood, I think. Um, and they yeah. need to play a lot of games in the season. So, if they're not playing 20, exactly, yeah. 20 games... And he played a fair bit.
0: I think he's about 19, 20.
1: Yeah, he's one of the first players... To, he played 24 of 26 or something like that. It was unbelievable how I many games so he played. Granny, yeah. So, yeah. And, and a lot of first-year players just don't have the the tank or the body to do that so look i wouldn't be surprised if he does he he looks ready made um and it'd be great if he if he did so wait and see there's
0: some upside with the dogs that's the thing i mean they've
1: got some quality kids
0: i really like ed richards like there's some there's some there's some definite upside with the dogs but i'd still in terms of reaching the the upper echelon I don't say it. But looking because, back, because I think it be was a disappointing, disappointing yeah. season. It Disi- has to be. Yeah,
1: disappointing. Not in the same regards, I guess, as, say, your, your Port Adelaide. It's not disappointing in that regard. No. Disappointing in that just nothing went right for the dogs. And yeah. when it started to go a little bit right... Much worse injuries, too. Injuries yeah. and whatnot. Whereas, I think Port Adelaide, even with their injuries, they had much a much deeper list to work with. They just couldn't get it together on the park. So, it was... Disappointing, I guess, more from trying to put ourselves uh, in supporters' shoes and not playing finals again after a grand final Oh, a premiership only two years ago. Yes yeah. disheartening and tough to deal with. And that's the thing. I think that might be why we mark them a little
0: <coughs> bit harsh as well. Yeah. Similar to Sydney. I mean, you know, to get to the last day in September, not that long ago, and yet to sort of starting to drop off like that is... But who knows? So, uh, I, I think we're, we're mainly looking at... at back in season 18. And I think I think the dog season was okay, given the, the adversity they had, given they had such a young list. Uh, they were definitely better than, you know, your Carlton's and people like that. That, you know, that win against Geelong, I thought was pretty impressive. You know, obviously Harry Taylor missed that kick off the siren, but, you know, it was still, still an incredible win. That's the thing, they had some really good wins throughout the year, but you can't look at it more than a mediocre season. Like, you, that's Average, just the reality, yeah. yeah. And that's the thing, down the line, you have to, and we, we you know, People seem to be pretty mad at us being honest, but I think that's which we're trying trying to be honest. Like, yeah, we're not. If you want to watch, at least bullshit, we, we watch bullshit. At least stuff. we talk about the clubs. Well, that's it. The Footy Show wouldn't have even mentioned any of this. Yeah. So that's the thing. They would, wouldn't know who Ed Richards is. Well, they would know Lou Richards, but he, they'd think he still plays probably. <laughs> yeah, so, and yeah. and that is. It,
1: it, it's not a. We're not having a stab at club. We we love AFL. And it'd be great if all teams were super competitive, and of it was, course, and, it was like the the Western, and it was like the and it was like the Western Conference in the NBA, which it could be like West Coast. I mean, sorry, Gold Coast Suns could be like Phoenix, and the rest of the teams it's could be vying happen, for yeah. the top eight. <laughs> um, it, well, yeah. it could be, could be, but who knows? Yeah. It's just the reality of season twenty eighteen. Some teams uh, did. Predictions: Some teams underperformed, and large majority was sat in the middle and was sort of in that bracket between basically four or six and 14th on the ladder. And you could pretty much argue all the teams that were there could have been placed anywhere in that order.
0: Yeah. So these three teams tonight. (laughs) I mean, Sydney. I'd probably give like a six, six and a half out of ten. They did. They did well to well, get They did to better than,
1: Well, they played finals. Long. I didn't have. And they played, played finals, finals. And they I got just up into was finals. Just, I thought
0: they were disappointing towards that the back But well, there's no other way. Look at it. They completely fell away. Yeah. But what would you say? Six, six and a half, something in and around there. Yeah. Can't give them more than that. Uh, the Eagles. You got to give it a ten. I mean, they won the yeah, flag. Yeah, they so they're the only team to get ten really yep. out of our whole list because if you win the flag, you can't really deduct points. Unless something horrendous happens, but I think that's pretty much that's basically. Yeah, a, the only reason. Sort of a I could, style the only setup, t- it, it I could think.
1: have only been if Richmond had a played in the grand final and that only won by a kick after the siren. I couldn't give him a ten out of ten because I was like, hang on, you should have won this anyway. By ten, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that's that. And um, then doggies, would probably give a. I still same. Five, four. Oh, a bit more. I'm, I'm, I'd probably give him the same as Sydney. A nine six, or. 'Cause I didn't rate them, I thought they would be struggle town, but they had to yeah. deal with they had to deal with injuries. But horrible injuries, yeah, yeah. And, and yeah,
0: not ideal. Not ideal. Well, it's 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 such a bizarre scenario. Like they were so good and this group looked fantastic and and it's just completely fallen away. And all you hear is that post that flag, so many players came back after that preseason looking like an absolute busted at arse. Yeah, and that, that, it's, that it's was a concern. Like they, a concern. So many people
1: came back looking Considering terrible. that after they won that flag, the doggies all of a sudden was every uh, Melbourne person's second team. And that, All of a sudden. My, my big thing is where is
0: that, uh, at times you saw it this year, you didn't see it much at all in 2017, but where is that hardcore defensive pressure? Insane amounts of tackles per game.
1: Just yeah, you know, they need they bring that back. They are Breaking gonna, the lines to the point teams. that they can
0: connect. You know, through different sections of the ground faster than anybody else can. That's the that's
1: the thing. Where's that? And I haven't. Seen if they bring that back, back, then they take they'll t- take them a long way up the ladder. I think. Yeah, well, maybe Bevo's hanging out at the skate park right now, trying to put it together. A surf. Yeah, maybe the be surfing.
0: We'll it's been thirty it's been today. Pretty hot so. today. Well, thank you so much for listening, watching Beyond the Game AFL Deep Dive throughout twenty eighteen. That's it.
1: First year on the airways, first half year on the Facebook.
0: That's it. So thanks so much for watching, listening. We really appreciate it. Massive thanks to our great sponsors at Hopster Homes. Homes.
1: Cheers. Cheers, buddy. Thank you. Cheers to our mate Ed in the background, who is the curator of all things Beyond the Game. Game TV on Facebook. He's been a superstar and. To everyone out there who's listened to our dribble, um, our (laughs) obviously non-educated opinions about football. I don't know how you can have a non-educated opinion about football. It's an opinion, and it's on football. That's it. Um, That's all it is. So, yeah, take it on board, more comments, more questions, makes our life a bit easier.
0: Yeah, definitely. And check out what he did with the sharing video on uh, YouTube as well. It's pretty pretty, pretty interesting for anyone interested in football.
1: Yep. And if you're interested in cricket, he's also going to be doing a lot of stuff with Big Bash. Is that right, Ed? Yes. Excellent. Bingo. So look so out for it. <laughs> there's some cricket content coming. So Definitely. On, we'll be back. We'll yeah, have a little bit we're of, we're of a break, break. now yes sir. Six weeks-ish. And hibernation we'll, hibernation will come back around about the same time that aflw kicks off yeah. and we'll talk a little bit about AFL. think mid to late w- jan ish might touch on the x games oh, oh. sorry oh. afl x sorry not the oh. x games well, X we'll, games will be more exciting
0: we'll be covering we'll, we'll be back ish around then anyway so we may as well talk about how bad it was but yeah no, it could be could be interesting probably not
1: and then yeah. then we'll just start looking at yeah uh, seen team previous, reviews yeah. and uh, a look ahead to, to the 2019 season we'll do our predictions The like we'll scandal as well we'll cover yeah we'll touch base on any ridiculous affairs that happen um eddie going to jail uh no <laughs> who knows something something <laughs> whack we'll, we'll talk. something
0: then. something ridiculous is going to happen and we will cover it when it happens yeah we'll be there so thanks so much for watching and listening The Deep Dive will continue next year. And we'll continue to talk about the game over the drama. Always. Always. Thanks guys. See you guys. Christmas party. Christmas party. Bingo.